Chapter twenty nine of My Reminiscences by Rabindranath Tagore. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter twenty nine Valmiki Pradiba. We had a profusely decorated volume of Moore's Irish Melodies, and often have I listened to the enraptured recitation of these by Akshay Babu. The poems combined with the pictorial designs to conjure up for me a dream picture of the ireland of old i had not then actually heard the original tunes but had sung these irish melodies to myself to the accompaniment of the harps in the pictures i longed to hear the real tunes to learn them and sing them to akshay babu some longings unfortunately do get fulfilled in this life and die in the process when i went to england i did hear some of the irish melodies sung and learnt them too but that put an end to my keenness to learn more they were simple mournful and sweet but they somehow did not fit in with the silent melody of the harp which filled the halls of the old ireland of my dreams when i came back home i sung the irish melodies i had learnt to my people what is the matter with rabbi's voice they exclaimed how funny and foreign it sounds they even felt my speaking voice had changed its tone from this mixed cultivation of foreign and native melody was born the valmiki pradiba footnote valmiki pradiba means the genius of valmiki the plot is based on the story of valmiki the robber chief being moved to pity and breaking out into a metrical lament on witnessing the grief of one of a pair of cranes whose mate was killed by a hunter in the meter which so came to him he afterwards composed his ramayana End of footnote. the tunes in this musical drama are mostly indian but they have been dragged out of their classic dignity that which soared in the sky was thought to run in the earth those who have seen and have heard it performed well i trust bear witness that the harnessing of indian melodic modes to the services of the drama has proved neither derogatory nor futile this conjunction is the only feature of valmiki pradiba the pleasing task of loosening the chains of melodic forms and making them adaptable to a variety of treatment completely engrossed me several of the songs of valmiki pradiba were set to tunes originally severely classic in mode some of the tunes were composed by my brother Jyotirindra, a few were adapted from European sources. The Telana style of Indian modes specially lends itself to dramatic purposes and has been frequently utilized in this work. Footnote. Some Indian classic melodic compositions are designed on a scheme of accentuation for which purpose the music is set not to words but to unmeaning notation sounds representing drum beats or plectrum impacts which in indian music are of a considerable variety of tone each having its own sound symbol the telena is one such style of composition End of footnote. two english tunes served for the drinking songs of the robber band and an irish melody for the lament of the wood nymphs valmiki pradiba is not a composition which will bear being read its significance is lost if it is not heard sung unseen acted 
it is not what europeans call an opera but a little drama set to music this is to say it is not primarily a musical composition very few of the songs are important or attractive by themselves they all serve merely as the musical text of the play before i went to england we occasionally used to have gatherings of literary men in our house at which music recitations and light refreshments were served up after my return one more such gathering was held which happened to be the last it was for an entertainment in this connection that the valmiki pradiba was composed i played valmiki and my niece pradiba took the part of saraswati which bit of history remains recorded in the name i had read in some work of herbert spencer's that speech takes on tuneful inflections whenever emotion comes into play it is a fact that the tone or tune is as important to us as the spoken word for the expression of anger sorrow joy and wonder spencer's idea that through a development of these emotional modulations of voice man found music appealed to me why should it not do i thought to myself to act a drama in a kind of recitative based on this idea the kathakas footnote reciters of puranic legendary lore end of footnote of our country attempt this to some extent for they frequently break into a chant which however stops short of full melodic form as blank verse is more elastic than rhymed so such chanting though not devoid of rhythm can however freely adapt itself to the emotional interpretation of the text because it does not attempt to conform to the more rigorous canons of tune and time required by a regular melodic composition the expression of feeling being the object these deficiencies in regard to form do not jar on the hearer encouraged by the success of this new line taken in the valmiki pradiba i composed another musical play of the same class it was called kalmrigaya the fateful hunt the plot was based on the story of the accidental killing of the blind hermit's only son by king dasaratha it was played on stage erected on our roof terrace and the audience seemed profoundly moved by its pathos afterwards much of it was with slight changes incorporated in the valmiki pradiba and this play ceased to be separately published in my works long afterwards i composed a third musical play maya khela the play of maya an operetta of a different type in this the songs were important not the drama in others a series of dramatic situations was strung on a thread of melody this was a garland of songs with just a thread of dramatic plot running through the play of feeling and not action was its special feature in point of fact i was while composing it saturated with the mood of song the enthusiasm which went to the making of valmiki pradiba and kalmrigaya i have never felt for any other work of mine in these two the creative musical impulse of the time found expression my brother jyotirendra was engaged the livelong day at his piano refashioning the classic melody forms at his pleasure and at every turn of his instrument 
the old modes took on unthought of shapes and expressed new shades of feeling the melodic forms which had become habituated to their pristine stately gait when thus compelled to march to more lively unconventional measures displayed an unexpected agility and power and moved us correspondingly we could plainly hear the tune speak to us while akshay babu and i sat on either side fitting words to them as they grew out of my brother's nimble fingers i do not claim that our libretto was good poetry but it served as a vehicle for the tunes in the riotous joy of this revolutionary activity were these two musical plays composed and so they danced merrily to every measure whether or not technically correct indifferent as to the tunes being home-like or foreign on many an occasion has the bengali reading public been grievously exercised over some opinion or literary form of mine but it is curious to find that the daring with which i played havoc with accepted musical notions did not rouse any resentment on the contrary those who came to hear departed pleased a few of akshay babu's compositions find place in the valmiki pradiba and also adaptations from vihari chakravarti's sarada mangal series of songs i used to take the leading part in the performance of these musical dramas from my early years i had a taste for acting and firmly believed that i had a special aptitude for it i think i proved that my belief was not ill-founded i had only once before done the part of alik babu in a farce written by my brother jyotirendra so these were really my first attempts of acting i was then very young nothing seemed to fatigue or trouble my voice in our house at the time a cascade of musical emotion was gushing forth day after day hour after hour its spattered spray reflecting into our being a whole gamut of rainbow colours then with the freshness of youth our new-born energy impelled by its virgin curiosity struck out new paths in every direction we felt we would try and test everything and no achievement seemed impossible we wrote we sang we acted we poured ourselves out on every side this was how i stepped into my twentieth year of these forces which so triumphantly raced our lives along my brother jyotirendra was the charioteer he was absolutely fearless once when i was a mere lad and had never ridden a horse before he made me mount one and gallop by his side with no qualms about his unskilled companion when at the same age while we were at shilida the headquarters of our estate news was brought of a tiger he took me with him on a hunting expedition i had no gun it would have been more dangerous to me than to the tiger if i had we left our shoes at the outskirts of the jungle and crept in with bare feet at last we scrambled up into a bamboo thicket partly stripped of its thorn-like twigs where i somehow managed to crouch behind my brother till the deed was done with no means of even administering a shoe-beating to the unmannerly brute had he dartly his offensive paws on me thus did my brother give me full freedom both internal and external in the face of all dangers no usage or custom was a bondage for him 
and so was he able to rid me of my shrinking diffidence. End of chapter 29 Read by Lambda